Breakfast official podcast with McGee's. Baking over two million rolls every week. Hello and welcome to another Best of Bowie at Breakfast podcast with McGee's. Thank you, McGee's. It's a beautiful thing. Um, on the show this week, I've been ta- talking about my shame, my humbling. When I went to the supermarket, bought a whole load of shopping, took it up, bagged it, put it in the card and, well, I didn't put it in the card because I opened up my wallet and the card wasn't there. No cash. No money either. That's God, embarrassing. It's really bad. And I had one of the kids with me, which makes it worse. And it, luckily it was the youngest one, so she won't go on about it for years and years. If it had been the middle one, I I'd never hear the end of it. I feel sorry for her. Yeah. Having me as a dad, you'd feel sorry for her to start with. Also, pet sign. If you were to put a sign around your pet saying what it had been up to, what would you have? Loads of you were getting involved in that chat. It was good. Nice things in your nasty voice. Do your nasty voice, Cass. My nasty voice? Yeah. You look so nice today. I just want to squeeze you and hold you and love you. Do your doggy voice. The same thing? Yeah. Okay. You look so nice today. I just want to hug you, squeeze you and cuddle you. The doggy voice sounds a little bit like a wurzel. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Cassie's been a trooper coming in every day as we all... Albeit she didn't bother her backside to come in on Monday. Um, she's had a gammy finger. I have. And we, we've been talking about that in the show. It's been very gammy and also very pussy. Which is not good. We've been calling her pussy galore. Which is it's a name it that's probably going to stick. The new Star Wars movie's out. The trailer's on my Facebook page. If you haven't seen it, you probably haven't seen it. But just in case you haven't, George Bowie official. The trailer is there. When I say the movie's out, it's not out till Christmas. But they're trailing yeah, it already. Don't rush to go and see and the trailer. I am so excited. And everyone else is looking at me saying, geek. But our favourite part of the show is always make your dad mad. And boy, were we back in style this week. Anne sells makeup for a living. She's been caught by the cops applying makeup while driving. Not for the first time. I think this is the best one yet. I love it. She's had to phone her dad, Andrew, and it just happened that he was on hands-free and mum was there too. Mums can get a little bit mouthy. Here is what happened on the latest instalment of Clyde One's Make Your Dad Mad. Hello? Dad, I'm in a bit of trouble. What do you mean you're in a bit of trouble? Right, well, I went over the road to feed the pugs, right? And then I was coming back along the Humby Road and I was putting on makeup and I never seen the police sitting in the wee side street and they've pulled me. You were putting on makeup and you've got a beauty shop and you're putting makeup and... Honestly, are you sick? No, but it gets worse. What do you mean it gets worse? I'm driving Mum's car and I've got no insurance and they're saying they're going to impound it. Oh, jeez, I'm not getting... You, I'll tell you, you always come away with these gems, don't you? No, Dad, honestly, this police guy, is so rude, though. He said to me that Mum's car's a banger and he, she's not going to miss it anyway, so he's going to take it to the impound. I'll banger him. He's a banger. Yeah. You're no damn right, right touching my motor. I had the keys for it. Did you find them? Well, you always put them in the same place, don't you? Well, you're no right taking it. You're an idiot. If I don't pay the money by today, they're going to crush it. I'll crush I'll it. I'll crush you if I can do it. You know what? You're going to get done. And then they're going to take me to jail, Dad. I won't last two minutes in Cottonville. That's maybe the place for you, yeah. you're like you're yeah. wearing your jammies. Drama queen. <laughs> you need to sort this, Daddy. He's, he's trying to intimidate me. Put him on. That's your pain, be good, eh? Hello? Hello, sir. Uh, you're the lady's father, is that correct? Yes. Aye. There seems to be two people there, sir. Is there an echo? No, I'm sitting beside my wife. Can you tell your wife to be quiet, sir, because I only want to speak to you? Who are you talking to? It's my car. Excuse me, madam, I've told you to be quiet. Oh, well, be right. Come and face me and tell me to be quiet. Don't <laughs> you talk to me like that, you I am an officer of the law, so I expect a little bit of respect. It's bad enough that this well, reprobate's driving you. about in this banger, causing all sorts of chaos, putting makeup on. Your mouthy five. wife is in the background, not letting you get a word in edgeways. It's quite clear to see who wears the trousers in this relationship. Now, sir. Who do you think you're talking to? Eh? 
I'll tell you, you're ego, you've about five feet two, your hands up near you, clown you. Don't talk to me like that. Are you quite finished, sir? You're chasing me, lassie, you'd like to draw it in, you're so Excuse me, madam, I've told you to be quiet. Put me back out my daughter, I'm not talking anymore to you. Yeah. Are you quite finished, sir? I'm going to put the accused. I'll like. put the accused back on. You're not making it any easier for your daughter. She's looking at stretching Cotton Vale as it is. Madam, you might be in the cell next to her if you don't watch your cheek. I've told you on three occasions to be quiet. Hello, Dad. Who's that crying donkey? Don't you that in again? Dad, what am I to do? He's too heavy shouting at me. Give me that phone. What are you wanting? There's a young lady putting on makeup at the wheel of a car, endangering herself and other drivers. She didn't have a seatbelt on. Well, my chest her size, she doesn't put it on too Madam, often. I have told you on four occasions now to be quiet. Now, please, sir, will you tell your mouthy wife to button it? I'll mouthy wife you if I get hey, on. Listen, listen. I'm going to put your daughter back on, sir, before we take her away. Uh, Anne. Dad, you're going to need to apologise to that police. I'm begging you. What? You're 30 year old. Say you stood up to yourself. Aye. Apologise. Sure, not doing. Well, you're going to need to because I'm going to get taken to the tin pail and I'm not going to last. You shouldn't have been left alone, you clown. I'll tell you what, sir, it's Officer George here again. Listen. Could you be quiet, please, madam? No. You're starting. No. Tell you what I'm going to do here. I'm going to oh, fill in a report which could disappear right. if money was to change hands. What? Oh, uh, no, that's. He's at what about the mouthy right, woman yeah. in the background? Is she willing to chip in with a couple of quid? No, I'm going shopping today. Okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. Why don't I just give Anne £100 cash for being on Clyde Wins Make Your Dad Mad? <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> I don't that Baby. <laughs> Officer George to you, madam, and that's seven occasions now I've told you not to chip in. <laughs> I'm warning you. <laughs> and you've just won £100. What do you want to say to your mum and dad? This is the ultimate payback, and you deserve every bit of it. When I realised that my wife had taken my credit card out of my wallet and I couldn't pay for my shopping, thankfully, I'm not the only person that suffered. Um, apparently, this is commonplace in Glasgow in the West. Everyone's had a moment like me, which made me feel much better. Um, Tracy told me all about hers. Um, I've been caught out twice at the till with no method of payment thanks to my husband having my card. See, this is what happened to me. My wife went into my wallet and took it. Yeah, he took his card, my car to go and get paid on the motorbike. Um, we'd spent about an hour and a half wandering around the Kia filling up our trolley with nice things for the house. I uh, got to the till and my heart sank and opened the person and there was nothing there. Marion Florence, she's been in touch on the Clyde One Facebook. She said, I had to repack all my shopping back into the trolley, including the French bread my daughter had been chewing on. Oh and then she left the trolley at customer services while she drove home and all the cards were shoved down the side of the oh, couch. And the guess worst. who put them there? Was it her man? No, it was her daughter. Oh. Kelly, what happened to you? I was one better than you. I filled my car with fuel. I'm 180... At the time, I was living in Kalisle and working in Glasgow. 118 miles without a card and couldn't get a hold of anybody to phone up and pay my fuel for us. Oh, what did you do? Luckily, I've been in quite a few times. We're driving up and down all the time and they said, can you pay tomorrow? Because I was coming back the next day. So they were all right with that? Yeah, they were all right with it, but it wasn't the ideal situation being 118 <laughs> miles from Kalisle. And did, did you realise after you'd filled up, you're like, I've not got any money? It was when I went in to open my purse. Oh, and it's I the was, worst I feeling. Changed, I changed purses that morning when, you know, how ladies change the purses, yes. handbags and things, and realised, oh, my God, I've got 60 quid of fuel.
bill here and I cannot pay for it. Now, on the subject of no cash, no card, no means of payment, major embarrassment... I have a brilliant text here that said, George, I forgot my card in Asda. Didn't want to embarrass myself and say I'd left it. So I lied and said my boyfriend have it. So I'll go and get him. And the woman said, no, don't be silly. Don't don't trouble yourself. I'll make an announcement. What's his name? She went on the tannoy and said, ding dong, good, blah, blah, blah. Please come to the checker. After about 10 minutes, he didn't appear. She realised I was at it. Not good. That's somebody who's remaining anonymous, which is probably just the best. Uh, here's Colleen in there. Well, we were going for a celebrated meal. The four of us to Glasgow to posh restaurants. Beautiful meal, lovely, loads of wine and whatnot. And then at the end of the meal, I never take my purse out. I always think George's going to pay for the meal. Uh-huh. So at the end of the meal, we suddenly realised we changed cars that morning. He always keeps his wallet in his car. And was taking my car. <laughs> so we had no wallet at all. I think we can tell everyone now it, that was actually one Devonshire as well, which is pretty posh. Mike has the last word on being caught short with no cash. George, the man up petrol station last Saturday and felt the van up. No wallet. Fill it up with diesel. Not good. How much was it? £85. What did he do in that situation? Did they just take your registration or no, did you mate, have to I, leave your licence? I, I had to phone the wife, George. So you had to sit there until the wife arrived? Yeah, yeah, mate, there was no running away. Just I, had to wait there. <laughs> I thought they would like maybe take your licence or something and say, right, you need to leave this as a deposit and come back. Or... Nah, just got, how are you going to pay? My kids have got a rabbit. They, they want more pets, but the problem is they don't even look after the rabbit. I don't even know the rabbit's called. I know, I can't believe this. It's anyway. like, well, they keep changing the name. It's one of those things that, that started off, it was called Princess, and then it was Snowflake, and I don't know what it is this week. But it was meant to be a dwarf rabbit when we got, got it sold to us. And it's huge. It's like a genetic experiment gone wrong. It's like the Easter Bunny. See, it's, when you say a genetic experiment gone wrong, I'm thinking like. of this rabbit with like one big eye, one wee yeah. eye. <laughs> so, have you seen Donnie Darko? It's it's a little bit like that, right? This, that's our pet rabbit. No wonder the kids are scared of it. It bit one of the kids, so they don't like it. Right, so right, now... I'm thinking, now we're stuck so on now this thing. none of you like the poor thing, and it's outside no. the whole night. And I'm thinking, do I put a sign around it saying, I, I bite children, stay well back? I don't know. I'm not that's sure. It's, <laughs> it's quite a vicious rabbit, right? I'm not going near it in case it bites me. I'll let the wife deal with it. So we wanted to know, and I'm glad you guys are in on this, if you were to put a message around your misbehaving pet, what would it say? Um, I've just played Ollie there. Lauren's dog's called Ollie. <laughs> well, I put a video on your Facebook. He's a Maltese terrier with a lot of attitude. And it was basically, this is my bed. I wouldn't let my uh, fiancé move him off the bed. Oh, really? Very, very, very aggressive. Wow. And this is just how he is all the time. I am so going to go and check out this video right now. I put it on your Facebook. So you I love that. Look. Okay, oh I've got, how's your fiancé with it now? Is he, is he alright? No, it's still the same. He growls when he comes up the stairs. He's not allowed into the bed. Ooh, not good. So physically move him. The dog's not going to be at the wedding. Uh, well, maybe. You never know. He <laughs> might be there rather than Derek, the way that's going now. But, um... Can't help but think there's something going on with Derek that we are, we're not privy More to. More to that story. So, yeah, a little <laughs> to be bit. continued. I'm sure she hung up so quickly. Maybe we should try phoning her back and find out. Who do you think would win in a fight between my rabbit and Ollie the dog? You're right. <laughs> it, would, it would be a fight to the death. Kath, what's your pet called? 
Well, it's my daughter's dog and her name's Ruby. Are you left to look after this poor Ruby because your daughter's too busy doing other things? No, not at all. Because that's why I wouldn't let my girls get a a dog because I know I'd be left to look after it. Because you'd be left like the rabbit. Like the rabbit, exactly. The genetic experiment gone wrong. So what would Ruby's sign say? Ruby's sign would say, I love table dancing when I'm alone. My wife's got a similar sign. <laughs> Nikki from Sterling has been in touch with me to say, my wee dog Buddy would have a sign around it saying, hide and seek world champion. He hides everything, including my brand new trainers and next door's garden gnome. Oh. Questions need to be asked about your neighbours. What would your pet's message say if you were to hang it round its neck, Cass? Claire McFadden, she's been in touch on the Clyde One Facebook. She says, I think your feet are rotten, so I ate your shoes. And also, we have Debbie Duncan. She said, I'm a bin raider. I ate whole chicken carcass and I had a bad belly for seven whole weeks. Can you do your dog voice and say travel coming up next? Travel coming up next. That was just very distinct. Hold on a minute, right? We did the dog voice yesterday (laughs) and it sounded nothing like that. It sounded a bit like a warzone. Right, okay, I'll go again. Right, okay. Okay, this this is worth tuning in for. Cassie's dog voice. Travel coming up next. Beautiful Arr. thing. Let's do it now. We left the show yesterday with Cassie's gammy finger yeah, rushing straight to hospital. Obviously, she's been in overnight. They've been analysing it. The, the the finger's been on a life support machine. Yep. How, how and is we it? think We're, it's going to pull through. Do you think it's going to be all right? I think it's going to be okay. You didn't even bother your backside to no, go to the I doctors, didn't. did you? No. Right. It's still a little bit sore. Yeah. Well, we put a picture up of it on Facebook. There wasn't a lot of concern, I will be honest. A lot of people mocking Cassie's um, nail varnish more than anything else. I know, and that's the least of my worries right now. Do you know what I mean? This girl's going through a hard time. She can't sleep with us. No, it's actually painful during my sleep. It wakes me up. Could you shake hands with people? Could you high-five someone? I would avoid shaking hands with someone. You, I might high-five someone, but you, it would be so. Very, a very gentle high-five. Yes. Is there anything you can't do? Well, yeah, a lot of stuff right now. Like, I'm avoiding to use it, yeah, on the keyboard and things like that because it is really sore. Like, you just keep taking the mic out of this and, you know, you've branded it the gammy finger, but seriously. I'm just saying I'm worried because there'll be no travel reports because you're not be able to type it up. No one's going to... The traffic in Glasgow in the West is going to grind to a halt because of you and your gammy finger. If you keep annoying me. Okay, well, a good thing is to try and uh, win you back over to my side. I have written a song for you. Oh, really? I'd like to perform it right now. Are you ready? You meant to, like, applaud or something? Hey! Gammy Finger! She's the girl! The girl with the pussy touch! Not pusses too much! Got quite literally pussy galore. We have decided to start saying nice things in our nasty voice. You know that way? In a kind of mean, nasty voice. Ice Cube's the king of this. He was on with Jimmy Kimmel. It's gone viral, this video, actually. I think it's up on my George Bay official Facebook page, if you want to check it out. And basically, you know how Ice Cube used to be a rapper and uh, became an actor, and he always plays a kind of bad guy. Yeah, and he can put on, like, a really angry look. Yeah, he angry look and an angry voice. But what's it like when Jimmy got him to say some nice things? I want a love like the love in the notebook. A love that splits the sky. I want a love... Like the love in a notebook, the one that split the sky, man. I love that. I'm thinking we could try some of that. All right, Cassie, you got your angry voice ready? Go on. I hope it's better than your dog <laughs> voice from yesterday. <laughs> they both start Nothing with a... Nothing, I know, yeah. <laughs> one starts the same. With a, the other starts with a, <laughs> Okay, here's your, here's your phrase. I love it when the sun shines and the little lambs are jumping in the field. Okay. 
I love it when the sun shines and the little lambs are jumping in the field. That's a traumatised woman right there. Uh. Okay, what you got for me? Okay, I want you to say, Cassie, mm-hmm. you look like a babe today and I love your gammy finger. Your what? <laughs> Enough of the gammy finger. Okay, are you ready? Cassie, you look like a babe today. You look lovely and I love your gammy finger. <laughs> We take a call on this. I think we need to take a call. I got Leslie on the phone. Hello. Hi, George. Oh, now you've got a, an angry voice. Is that right? Well, I'm told by people I do. Yeah. Do you? I, who's told you this? Men or women? Men usually. Not many blocks. I understand. Right. If I give you the line, can you? They're like a nice, pleasant thing to say. Can you deliver it in a kind of ice cube style yep. angry voice? Okay. All right. So I'm thinking. Have you seen the movie Jerry Maguire? Uh, no, I've not. Right, there's a bit with, is it Rennie Zellweger that was in Jerry Maguire and she says, you had me at hello, and it's quite the, the sweet thing, right? You so had me at hello, If okay. you can say, you had me at hello, George, you sexy little thing, that would right. be great. Okay, ready? In your angriest voice, Leslie, go for it! You had me at hello, George, you sexy thing. Well, thank you very much. Star Wars is back! I always wanted a lightsaber, that would be awesome. Oh, the, um, the video, by the way, the trailer for the new Star Wars movie is up on my George Bay official Facebook page. Is Star Wars, the one where they've got the wee green guy with the ears, the big ears. Is that Star Trek? It's Master Yoda you're talking about. Yoda? Oh, Yoda, the wee guy. Yoda, phone home. Him. It's E.T. Right, are you taking the mix? Seriously, I left the studio going and got a smoothie, my breakfast smoothie, and I come back and I feel that you guys are ganging up against me on the whole Star Wars thing. No, I'm, I'm actually not. E.T. Not- and Yoda are two completely different people. I know you're an avid fan, so I've got a question. Lifesavers, do they actually save lives? <laughs> it is a light saber, like a saber tooth, like a, oh, but so made of light. Like a light. It's not saber. a life saver. So they it save life? No. Are they energy efficient? They're full of power! It wiped out Obi-Wan Kenobi! It's as if Obi-Wan died for nothing! Can we just move on? What's wrong with you? Right, the new trailer is up on my George Bay official Facebook page! It's by JJ Abrams and it looks amazing! Let's just play a song or something. (sighs) Lifesavers, seriously. Lightsaber? It's a lightsaber! It's like a saber tooth. It's light. It's a weapon. A saber tooth is something a tiger has. Yes, and it looks like that. It's probably based around that. It's made of light, okay. and just one single touch will wipe you I'm out completely. <sighs> you must love Darth Vader. Can we just move on, no, please? We can't I'm bored move on. now. We're talking about generation gaps. You know that way when this all came on when one of my daughters found a videotape and asked me what that was, which made me feel really old because video doesn't seem that long ago to me. You remember videos, can Yeah, I do. It even makes me feel a little bit old. A little bit. Do, do, does this sound make you feel old? Do you know what this sound is? Have you ever heard this before? Because mm. when I started working here, you couldn't go anywhere in the building without hearing this sound. Is it a, I said it was a keyboard. It's a, a typewriter. A typewriter. Right, this is before we had computers and all that kind of stuff. I People used to never, type stuff up. No. Nah. When it, you know how you come into emails and all that? We used to come in, the first thing you had to do was go to your pigeonhole because somebody would have typed up a memo to tell you what you were doing right or wrong in your show. I never owned a typewriter. It was, wow. You used to have like carbon paper that you'd stick in between two sheets of paper uh, so you could copy it. These were way Wait, back in the day. How did you erase the stuff when you were typing it? Tipex. Tipex was the way forward. That saved me a lot of trouble. And um, so we're asking things that you have to explain to the current generation, which were just normal in your life. Carolyn's on the phone. Good morning. How, How are you, you? Carolyn? You all right? I'm not bad. How are you? I'm good. So what have you got? 
Well, I'm only 31 mm-hmm. and I was sitting at lunchtime yesterday with the girls who are about 21 and 17. Yeah. And uh, one of them pulled out a club biscuit and I instantly went, if you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join a club. I've just joined in. Yeah, and they all looked at me as if I was completely mental. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, do you not know that? And they're like, no. So I had to show them on YouTube and they still think I'm mental. Yeah. They think I'm ancient anyway. So but like, next time they pull out a club biscuit, they will all be singing it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the point. Yeah, hopefully. I'm loving Kenny's one on Twitter. He said, A corded telephone, my son couldn't believe you had to stay within the cord radius or the phone wouldn't work. What you got for me, David? Yeah, my, my niece was just saying to me she doesn't remember black and white television. Oh, I used to get a black and white or a colour television licence. You used to have a choice. Don't think you do now right enough. And uh, Andy's here. Hello. I feel like you were talking about the corded telephone. Yeah. Remember the old style one that you actually had to dial each number? Separately, my grand used to have one of them, and used to have to dial each number, and then wait to actually returns back to like turns back around before you can actually go to the next. Ah, number. yeah, I actually had to dial. You put your finger in, and it just it went all the way around. It took forever, man. Imagine now with mobile numbers try to do that. You be about half an hour making a call. Uh, no, I love how Andy says my grand used to have one of those. I used to have one of those. This is Cloud One. On Facebook, the Generation Gap chat has been going on, and this is what they're saying. Gary Lawson on the Clyde One Facebook, he said, I used to use the inside of an old lorry tyre as a giant rubber ring in the local burn. That's a little bit dangerous. Yeah, but back in the day, that was considered the norm. Really? You know what I mean? Just give it that tyre throat in. If, you saw, if I thought my kids were going to do that now, I would freak. But I would have done it as a kid. And Gary Nelson enjoyed the spinning tops. Simple but effective. <laughs> simple but effective. Or just simple and boring. <laughs> Bowie at Breakfast, official podcast with McGee's. Baking over 2 million rolls every week. Go!